Bachelorette Michelle Young, and I think this is how you pronounce it, Nate Alukoya, has been gifted $200,000 for their first home. So the Michelle Young and Nate will be moving in together very soon thanks to some help from the Bachelorette producers. So the season 18 lead and her fiance were gifted $200,000 during Tuesdays after the final rose special to put toward a down payment on a house in her home state of Minnesota. When host Caitlin Bristow asked Lucoya about the couple's future plans and living together, he replied, "We're not waiting. There's no reason to there's no reason to wait with Michelle," the text-based account executive explained, adding, "Let's do this." So once the lovebirds revealed they were house hunting and that their Zillow notifications had been crazy, Young, 28, and Alukoya, 27, were presented with a gingerbread house with the generous check inside. That right there is from us in, a, in the Bachelor family, Bristow said, 36, said. And that is, I'm going to cry. That's a down payment on your first home together. Before accepting her now fiancé's proposal, Young had to send runner-up Brandon Jones home during the season 18 finale of The Bachelorette. Jones, 27, admitted that he would always love Michelle moments before reuniting with her for the first time since their breakup during the After the Final Rose special. Sounds like uh, Jones is a simp. Unfortunately, I don't think that it would be respectful to love her in that manner anymore. You know I want her and Nate to truly be happy, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, I mean, I meant what I said. I will love her. I will always care for her, and I'll always put her first. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So Young, who first appeared on Matt James' season of The Bachelor, said choosing between two men she was in love with was the hardest decision she's ever had to make. However, she ultimately knew Elite Koya was her soulmate. Nate, from the moment you stepped out, of the limo, I felt that there was a connection, she said, prior to the proposal. It was this kinetic moment. By the way, if you hear that noise, that's like a husky eating a bone. It was this kinetic moment while I was feeling things that I didn't even really know it was possible to feel. So here's the thing, right? I think it's a cool thing that the show did this, but guess what? It's not as great as it may be seem like, right? You're like thinking, oh, snap, they just got a free $200,000. No, that is not actually what occurred. You know, headlines, yeah, you know, receiving 200 k woo, right? The problem with this situation is that the $200,000 is not actually $200,000. The reason why we're saying that is because you got to view it in this. Anytime you are gifted something or like you win something basically from like, you know, a show, right? Which is going to probably be the same equivalent to this, right? This is all from the show, right? Technically the producers, but from the show, right? This is going to be viewed as normal income to these people, right? So, let's, I don't know how much money they're actually making, but they're going to be taxed 
on that money as if it's their normal income. So let's say, I'm just using this as an example, right? Let's say, for example, you were making $50,000 a year, right? And then this show gave you $200,000 in a check, right? Towards the down payment of your home, right? But in the eyes of the IRS, right, that $200,000 isn't viewed as $200,000 in terms of like a down payment. It's going to be like, hey, you just got an income for this year of $250,000 because they add it onto your annual income, right? So basically, you're now having to deal with being put into this high tax bracket where you're now forced to pay taxes on that money at that high tax bracket. This is the problem that you see with a lot of people who like go on these like game shows and all that kind of stuff where they win like a brand new car, right? And so like this brand new car that's like a hundred grand brand new, guess what? The people who win it are typically people who are not making that much money. So it's actually going to bump them up into a whole new tax bracket, meaning that they're going to be forced to sell this item just so that they could actually afford to pay the taxes on that item, right? Because it's viewed as income, right? And because they're going to receive like $200,000, and again, I don't know what their income is. Like if they're like making like multiple six figures combined anyways, then it's not really going to have that much impact on them. But there's another thing to this. Even though they are engaged, they are not married yet, right? So technically speaking, this is not their money, right? Technically speaking, they should still not buy a house until they are officially, legally married. And especially since this is dealing with the show, The Bachelorette, The Bachelor, all that kind of stuff, right? Because... How many of the contestants have stayed together past two years after the show? Not much. Five years after the show. An extremely low amount, right? So you got to keep that in mind. Just because they might be in love now doesn't mean that they are going to be in love in the future, right? Especially when you met in this type of scenario, right? Now, there are some, like, rare occurrences where, like, people stay together and all that kind of stuff, right? And they might be one of the outliers, right? And I hope that these two people end up being those outliers because you never want to wish bad on anyone, ever, right? You want to be like, hey, I hope you two have an amazing life, have an amazing marriage, have a whole bunch of kids that you guys could raise up to be awesome people, right? You want that to be awesome, right? It's just you got to be very careful in this type of situation. And for anyone who ends up like stumbling upon this and listening to this, never, and I mean never, buy a house with someone that you are not married to. There are so many legal issues that could come about that if something were to happen bad, right? One of you might cheat. One of you might die from like an illness. One of you might get killed, okay? One of you might end up just saying like, you know what? 
I just want to divorce. I don't want to be with you anymore, right? I've fallen out of love with you, right? Or the bedroom time is not what I'm wanting anymore or I'm not interested in having bedroom time with you anymore, so now we're just done. I have no interest in you. I don't want to spend time with you, all this other stuff, right? There's like so many different factors that come into this, right? And here's the thing. Once they get married and once they link their bank accounts, meaning they both have access to their accounts, like they like combine their finances so they're truly one, so that they're truly a team, because, you know, the guy says that, you know, there's there's no reason to wait anymore. Well, then prove it. Get married right away and prove it that you guys are meant to be together, combined as a team, and take on the road together, right? So make sure to do that. Make sure to get married before buying a house because there's just so many things that could go wrong. Like so many things that can go wrong. And I don't want anyone to end up basically putting themselves in a situation where they are forced to do things, right? Like I would never want anyone to end up being put in that type of situation. And let's say, for example, you know, this is going to be, you know, a horrible example, but let's just use this as an example. Let's say that they end up buying this house and one of them dies before they get married, right? Well, now they own the house with the other person's family members and the other person's family members might hate them, right? So now you are co-owner with a property with people that hate your guts, okay? Or that might try to make your life horrible, right? Or might just purposely try to ruin your credit, ruin your finances just because they hate you or maybe they blame you for the death of their family member, right? So that's something to think about as well, right? And who knows? Maybe they end up buying this house before they get married and one of them cheats on one another. That's going to be an issue, right? So just keep that in mind. There's a lot of factors in life. Personal finance is personal, obviously. But I want them to like set things up in the correct order so that they have the highest likelihood of having a very long and happy marriage, right? Because again, no matter who you are, you always want to wish the best for people and you want them to do well, right? And look, I've never watched The Bachelorette, but you want them to do well. You want these people to do well. You want, hopefully, this married couple to do very well, right? So just keep that in mind. Hopefully they end up, you know, maybe stumbling upon this or get shared this and all that kind of stuff, right? Because I really hope that they get married before they end up buying a house so that they could truly be a team and start off their marriage in like a really good way. In a very serious way too. If you want to learn how to get out of debt and master your money, go to 40 com, and I hope the best for these two individuals. Nate and uh, Michelle Young, right? Yeah, Michelle Young. But by the way, they are very good-looking people, too. That's pretty awesome. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by 
our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation. And it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.